What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Underrated Radio. This is Daryl. This is Ty. I know it's been a little bit. Yeah, man. So we're going to hit y'all with a year in review. So uh, y'all know how this go. Now, normally, you know we'll give y'all some sports. We'll give y'all whatever. This year in review is going to be us just, we're going to do a little jumping. Yeah. So I would say year in review, we have to put a moment of silence somewhat for takeoff. That was a bad situation. And they still trying to figure out what's going on with it. And it's like, it's wild. Yeah, man. I mean. The quietest Migo out of them all. Like, I ain't never seen one report about him or nothing. So, yeah, to see that he, he, you know, he passed that early age and the way he passed was it's crazy, man. So, RIP it, take off. It's just the wildest part of it is that they've been out so long that you forget that my man's is still in still in his 20s yeah so he was very young so that means they've been out for like 10 some odd years and he's just a teenager to, knowing it right and now he don't even get to see the better part of why you do what you do which is he didn't get a chance to see the the fruits of everything he laid down come back like now he's getting his flowers about how good of an artist he was when everybody just gave it to Offset when it was takeoff that really was showing them the wordplay and all of that, but you never knew. Yeah, even I feel um <clears throat> I feel like even with Offset, Takeoff, and Quaver, we all know they were beefing. Yeah. The Migos were split. So now that Takeoff died, I don't know if you know Quavo or Offset are back together. Or if they still like it's, I know it's still gotta hurt even more, cause I know it probably hurts more for Offset, cause he knows that they he died on bad terms. It wasn't really a beef. It was the thing. See, the thing about it wasn't the beef. It was the fact that they couldn't agree on the fact that one person wanted to get off the um, record label and the other ones didn't at the time. So they was trying to figure it out. Now the only part of it that became a bad situation was once the whole. Sweetie thing got thrown in the air. It didn't. It didn't sour them boys, but it did make them look like, "Come on, player, really." But I agree with you. That was kind of like a. You never want to be on a bad note. Yeah, you never want to be on a bad note. Somebody passed out of regret, and um, yeah, just the regret you feel, like knowing what you should have done, what you shouldn't have said, what should have went down, but now you have no chance to say it. So, like we said, rest in peace, take off, and you know. Let's get yeah. to let's get to a piece of wild that's in the um that's going on with music that you already know. They on day six <laughs> of Megan's trial. Man, that trial, I ain't gonna lie to you. They need to put everybody on. They need to put Spike. They need to put man uh, Ryan Coogler. Man, somebody need Tyler Perry. Somebody need to pick this up. Make this a movie. Or a show, a Netflix show, because there's so many points. Tori out here moving like ghosts. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Man, when they said that Meg's former um, bodyguard wasn't able to show up to court, I said, oh, yeah, this is ghosts. <laughs> Tori is ghosts. Or Tori. That's, that's James St. Patrick. There ain't no way. But it's, it's too many. Just not that. It's also the fact that 
it's too many holes in the story. Yeah, and there's a lot things. of switch-ups, too. It was too much that wasn't being said. And, you know, it was a whole lot that once certain people that didn't have to worry about the blowback of it started saying what went on, you know, yeah, she didn't look that great. And 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 when she did that interview, I think Gail King, that's what that one up. really made, like, hold on, hold on now. First, you say y'all never was in, like, y'all y'all never did nothing, which everybody knew was a lie. Yeah. Because her friend even said she was, you know, mess with her dudes behind her back. Like, it was her the, doing that shows how she's a lying. And the bad, the worst part of this, which I'm going to say, you want to make sure that, some, that the justice for her getting, whether she got shot or whatever, the harm that came to her. It actually got taken care of. Mm-hmm. The only bad part of it is the fact that now that it's being sought out that she can't be a liable person, that everything she said does not hold water. The thing that needs to be on trial is not what's on trial. Yeah. And the point of the defense attorneys are, I'm going to get my person off. So I'm going to bring everything in the, into, you know, light. And the fact that now they're talking about who she has sex with. The fact that she lied. The fact that um, she was drunk at the party, <laughs> which every, which was actually more of a story that had she just, if she wanted to be out there talk, telling what's supposed to be her truth, tell everything. Yeah, for her, for Gail King to like, you know, repeat it multiple times. She was like, like, did you and Tori have a sexual, you know, relationship? And she kept saying no. Like she kept repeating it, and was like, all right. But everybody knows that's a lie. And I know, I don't know if you remember when Tori dropped uh, that song. Yep. That that really, like, of course, everybody was like, ah, oh, she's lying. But now that it's on trial, you know, people like, oh, Tori did it. And then it comes out that his DNA wasn't on a, the gun. And everybody's like, oh, he didn't do it. And then her friend says, oh, wait, he did do it because his friends. Like, it's a whole bunch of wish wise and we need actual facts. But the only actual fact I know right now is that. I guess his DNA wasn't on the gun. The, I don't know. The main thing that started coming out about this is that one, everybody used to call it, everybody has called into the light that when she gets, she gets liquored up, she's a total different person. They also called into the light that she can be violent. She can be aggressive. She can be all those things, which I mean, not, let's be real. If you're an adult, we all are not the same person when you got liquor in you. That's why we like to, when we drink, we like to be around our certain people, our circle, circle of friends that make sure that we're looked after. Yeah. Now, on that aspect, I do say that her people should have looked after her more. Once they noticed that she was getting out of the character that she's supposed to portray, they should have got her out of there. Yeah. On the backhand side, though. If you up that back door, the thing that brought everything into light was the fact that the Kylie Jenner, uh, her and Kylie, and her acting wow, and Kylie had to kick them out the house. That was the biggest part. And people start finding out later those look integral details. That she didn't want to say. Right. You didn't want, she didn't want to not look like, like a that bad, like she didn't want to look like the, the I guess, the figure for, I guess, the, people who listen to her music. Right. Like, she didn't want to seem like the person who was going wild at a party and somebody had to kick her out. Right. But if she going to say, if she really, like, she was being truthful and straight up said, yo, 
like, you know, I was drunk, uh, woot woot went down, and, you know, I got shot. And then everybody would have more sympathy, like, whoa, okay, she came with the truth. But for her to just put little, little stains in there and then just bash Tori the entire time, I was like, yeah, he did it. He did it. And it's like, what did you do? Like, what are you going to take ownership for? She didn't take ownership for anything. She just threw it all on him. He did it. I will say this, though. And I hope none of our female listeners get upset with me yeah, for saying this. This. Ain't, this ain't nothing about, you know, but, women or anything. Right. It's just about the situation. But my main thing with this one, this was one of those cases where saying less meant a lot more in her case. Because not to be funny, all of us believed one part of the story, which was she got shot by Tori. So all of us was putting in our two cents, mm. which was probably Meg is like 5'10". She's not a small person. So my portion of it was whatever she was saying on them songs about putting hands on people, them hands got very, very much so found out to be certified. So what happened was she stopped putting the beats on them. My mans couldn't block half them punches. He couldn't slip because he wasn't in that Floyd Mayweather. He like 4'2". So he started catching that rain. He and he had to let loose something. I saw it as in this was the open and shut case. Now, because of her having to her putting so much out there, and not just that, the thing about it is this. This is a Chris Brown situation. Whether nobody wanna believe it or not, Meg was already a big star. She was already a big star. I mean, dudes wanted to be wanted her. Chicks wanted to be like her. She was already a huge star. And after all that happened, she became even huger. Now it's coming to if he gets off, this man might sue. Even though some people saying, just let the wind be that you got off. This man's name got messed over. He couldn't make no money. He couldn't do no no concerts. She put a, uh, I think she put a. Uh, she put a, um, she put trying. a gag order on him. Yeah. So like he couldn't and he couldn't be nowhere near her. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going for that. And then one, I had to go to court all these days to prove my innocence. I found out I'm innocent. Yeah. Oh no, this is a defamation lawsuit. Yeah. Like because nah, just like about you to said, be right back in court. Like you said, he could be nowhere near her. And we know, just like I was saying, she was a huge star. So what do most of our big music artists get? You're going to get invited to every concert. The big name concerts, the Coachellas, the Rolling Louds, anything, the um, the what's the main one now? The one that happens in Vegas all the time. No. The iHeartRadio mm-hmm. one. These are the big ones that bring you the most money, that get you the most out there, that people talk about you because of your stage presence and all of this. And now you I couldn't be a part of it because I can't be within a certain amount of feet of you. Need that. Yeah. But that's just that. That's still ongoing, but that's a part of the year. Let's go into. Matter of fact, I, I know, I know, I don't want to uh, mess up your idea, but you speaking on Chris Brown. Let's talk about the AMAs, like how they just I'm straight up. See, just I'm glad that you brought that up. <laughs> just straight up, just like cancel my boy from performing. Like I'm happy that you brought that up because it was, I saw that and was like, and then you know he posted the uh, the whole dance routine and then. Well, hold on now. Y'all want him to come and then just cancel him. For what? Now, 
The thing with that is, once you start finding out the backstory of it, they said they did not want to give light to a person that won when they talking about Michael Jackson of his past transgressions that supposedly happened. Mm-hmm. And then also, they didn't want to sit up there and highlight Chris Brown with the battery that happened with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know they do not hold this over everybody. And I'm sure sorry. Chris Brown is in one of those spaces that not many men in his age range has been in, which is being a generational talent. We only have so many of them. We had our, you you know, you got your James Browns, Michael you got Jackson. your Michaels, you got little Richards. You got people of that status that are generational talents. Even one of the people like Usher now. And some people may not want to hear this, R. Kelly. Those are generational talents that are hard to touch, like Babyface and Neos and stuff like that. But he had done what he did. Him and Rihanna got past it. They got back together. So you should have let that go. And not even just that. The more messed up part of it is, my man's had a 10-minute slot at the AMAs that was dedicated to not only one other piece, which is him performing, but... We're talking about a historical album that is 40 years old this year in Thriller that he was able to go ahead and we, everybody knows, when you talk about Michael Jackson tributes, you can't do it without without Chris. Chris Brown Brown is pretty much, if it was anybody that had that significance of a glow, it's him. And now... If you seen the um, if you seen the video of his practices, he was about to put on a performance that was like he was about to kill him. Man. My man's is on a whole different level. Like he was on, he was about to put on a performance that's like, yeah, my man's got it. it yeah, it's pretty yeah, much him. Yeah, it's him. It's and, him. He, yeah, it's him. And now you just took away from that, and then you trying to bring up his past, and it's like, come on, man, y'all gotta let that go. Like that honestly, like up. the thing is, like one, I can say this. Um, any women who's even, you know, being abused now or were abused before, we're not saying glorifying it just because it's Chris Brown. We're only saying Chris Brown, one, actually, he actually owned up to doing it. He actually turned himself in after he did it. Like, the next day, he turned himself in. And then, you know, the whole thing happened. And then, like I said earlier, him and Rihanna got back together. Mm-hmm. They literally got back together. But I guess they split again, you know, over, you know, certain things. And then Chris, literally after the whole situation, he's been blackballed. Like, his past album, uh, Breezy, there's no reason why he should have had that many listeners. And then people are like, oh, it's only because, you know, so-and-so. No, it's because people still think that he's this woman beater. And it's like, she got past it. Why can't everybody else get past it? But I feel like, yeah, he's been blackballed almost his whole yeah. career. The the backside of his career has been a bad stain, and we don't. And it's like he can never like when he feels like he get past it, it gets brought back. And and it's only because of the fact that you gotta also remember this: he's not one of those talents that he don't make numbers. Yeah, he makes numbers. He's one of those. He's one of those people that's going to draw. Hey. Like if somebody was like, "Oh man, Chris Brown at my party," everybody there, right? <laughs> everybody is there, and I feel like that's the most messed up thing is that he still got to worry about that. But I don't want to 
linger heavy on that. Yeah. Because we still got a whole we still got a whole lot of the year left. Man, and this year's been crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. If you a sports person, this year's been wild. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, NBA wise, this season has been wild. This season has been up and down already. And 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 this is the first year. We gotta say that. This is the first year ever that we are going to have on Sunday NBA games and NFL games. On Christmas. On Christmas. Yeah. I've never seen it. As long it's as usually I've been always high. NBA games. Just NBA, and that's because the NFL is on hiatus because they about to get ready to run into the playoffs. This is wild. This is a good thing, too. But also, too, when you talk NBA, let's talk about something that just happened today since we still in 2022. The Mercury and the Suns got sold for $4 billion. Man, <laughs> this dude just bought a team casually. Like, this is a billionaire. I don't even know who the dude is, but he just bought a team. But that's because of what happened on the back end. But also, too... The look at while we stay within the sports realm, mm-hmm. I'm doing a little jumping. The NF, the Commanders is probably about to get sold too. I don't know how they got this dude um, Snyder to come up off of it, cause he, cause when you find out that John Gruden got fired because this dude leaked emails, he leaked those emails. This dude got blackmail on everybody in the NFL. He told them if I go down. Y'all coming with Oh, y'all going with I don't know how they got him up off of it. Somebody wiped his hard drive, stole his stole his floppy disk, did whatever they could. <laughs> they took it. Because <laughs> this man... Or threatened him. <laughs> he put it out there on Front Street like, I got you if you try to come for me. He was ready. He was ready. He wanted all the smoke. Man, he was the smoke. <laughs> he, it was no backing off. Um, not just the selling of teams, and which is wild to me. That's why. I mean, um, it's not really, you know. I mean, it's still in the sports world, but you know, Britney Griner came back from Russia. But that, honestly, I've been. I, I'm sorry. People can say what they say, but. To trade a Russian's arm dealer for Randy Grider, who got arrested for breaking the law down there, I don't see the common sense in that, honestly. Ladies, as we said, that's what I'm saying. It ain't nothing against y'all. It ain't nothing against y'all, but on the backhand side of it, it's the fact of even if it's not just the whole trading, who they traded for her, it's the fact of just the. She knew what was going on. This wasn't her first year ever going over there. And she's I get, been over there because, you know, I guess, you know, WNBA didn't pay right. a lot. So women will go overseas to go hoop mm-hmm. until WNBA season come back. So she's been doing this, but now she probably been, snu- uh, you know, snuggling, you know, weed and uh, stuff in there too. But she got caught this time. And the wildest. And now, that's the wildest part about that is this, is the fact that um, everybody want to compare our laws to overseas laws. I was in the military, and I will tell you this. 
Excuse how I'm about to say this, but it's what it is. They don't give a fuck about our laws. They will wipe their ass with our laws and laugh at us and still throw us in jail. They don't got to give you no phone call. They ain't got to tell your mama. They ain't got to tell nobody that they locked your ass up. They just find out because your face is on the paper. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. By the and way, Russia, and mind you, she went back over to Russia of all places when this stuff was going on. We have a war going on down in Russia. They do not like us. No. <laughs> they don't like us right nobody now. Nobody do. They they always say we're sticking our nose in where it don't belong. Exactly. And I'm like, bro, leave, leave them alone. Let them do yeah. what they do. Like, and then you you get I I'm not gonna say her being locked up for eight years is like okay, but at the same time we have other people it's over excessive. there. I say it's, it's excessive. Yeah, but it's a, it's only excessive for us. us. Like we feel like if that was down here, it'd be like all right, come on, eight years, like come on. Yeah, like down here, like people people still locked up for weed when it's you know legal, mm-hmm. and so we like why have you not released them yet if, right. if it's already legal. But over there, all they think that's normal. Yeah, it's all gone for 10 years, you know. Yeah, and that's the wildest part of it is that some people don't understand, like, the uproar that got made for her, which was, it was warranted in a way. But, but the like, person, she would not care if you was over there. I'm sorry. Yeah. She wouldn't leave. She wouldn't lose a night of sleep if you was over there. And that's our, that was the thing. And not just that. It's the person that got traded. They called this brother Merchant of Death. Do you know how what you gotta do to get a nickname? Called a merchant of death. If you, if y'all are basketball fans, like what we talking about, when they used to go to the rucker, you know the skill level you had to have to get a bat to get a name? Yeah. Vince Sanity, the black mamba, the Durantula. These boys, KD and them had skill. That's why they the got nicknames. <laughs> the king. Right. right. Everybody got nicknames for skill. This man's skill was selling. Guns and making sure not to get caught. And when they probably called him, it was by luck. It wasn't by amazing a strategy. Yeah. Probably just caught him slipping up one time. Like, I'm gonna tell y'all this, and I don't wanna be jumping off uh, everywhere, but most of the times when we catch some of these people, we know what these people are doing. We just are not fast enough to catch them. Because you gotta think, by the time he's up here selling all this stuff, he got money to do. Um, to either have diplomatic immunity, private jets, private boats. You can't come on this property for real unless you got all types of other information. Yeah. So if we called him, it was probably by the skin of our teeth. Like it was one of those, we finally had him. Like he was going we through the him. airport and stopped at the bathroom. It was one of those yeah. like freak accidents. Like, when you see the dude that beat up your brother on the on corner and he forget it's you, like, oh, it was you. I'm mm-hmm. on you. It was one of them. Yeah. So, I don't want to make it sound like it's not a situation where it's not that nobody cares, but it's like, dang. Like, per- you did it to yourself. Like, what were we supposed to do? Yeah. You did it to yourself. You brought in an illegal substance that you've been to this place multiple times. You brought an illegal substance. And now people are mad when other people are like, okay. Like, that's like, that's literally like bringing a gun to the airport and then and then being mad why they locked you up. 
uh, it's illegal to bring this here. So that's why we locked you up. And then everybody, oh no, get her home, please. Like, it's like, bro, like, like we said, nothing against women. It's just like, like, even if a dude did it, we'd be like, bro, why? <laughs> like, why, why are you, why? What's it, the point? Even if this was LeBron, and as much as I love watching LeBron, I'd have been saying, bro, you know. I'm the, the man, I ain't gonna, I've been a LeBron fan since I watched basketball. If LeBron went to Russia and brought in something illegal and got locked up, I'd be like, nah, come on now. And we all know they know who he is. Yeah. Like, Brittany Griner? They probably saw a little, you know. Yeah. But LeBron? Oh, yeah. You gonna know who he is. Like, hey, I mean, when the world stopped because Kobe died, we know who LeBron is. And I'm just saying, we'd all called him dumb. Like, ain't no way you're a billionaire at this point and you that dumb. Yeah, ain't no way. Ain't no way. But it's it's wild. I want to go. How have you been feeling about this NBA season so far? Up and down, man. Up and down. I can say this. The number one thing I got a problem with this season is the refs. The refs this season are ridiculous. Like yesterday, Luca got uh, ejected and... um, Jason Kidd got ejected. I think they were uh, talking to something. The ref ejected him. John Morant was talking to a fan and got ejected from the game. All these dudes is getting technicals for clapping, looking, doing anything to get ejection. The refs this season either need to get fined or replaced, or Adam Silver need to say something about the refs. They, they overstepping they their making, powers. Yeah, they they making the they making the games non-enjoyable because yeah. they're like our favorite players can't even play because y'all want to throw them out every two seconds. Like I'm not gonna front. I'm used to seeing the game come down to maybe a bad call or something like that. Right? Yeah, it happens because um, most of the time, if you talk to any of these football, any of the players, whether it's football, basketball, whatever. We, they always going to say, and if you've been a, a player yourself, your coach always tell you, don't let it come down to the refs. Never let it come down to the refs. You control it, don't let it come down to the refs. But in this case, you don't know what you can, what's going to happen that's going to get you ejected because the Ja Moran thing is the one thing that threw me because Ja was talking to a, a actual Grizzly fan that may never see him because unless he comes back to the city. Mm-hmm. They was having a, a, a nice going back and forth, and he got tossed. Ja had to let the fan know, like, yo, you good. It's okay. I still got love for you. And the fan, if you seen the video, the fan was like, oh, my God. I just got one of my favorite players ejected from the game. Made the fan feel bad. That's when Ja dad had to come and uh, FaceTime him, and then Ja had to really talk to him, like, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. The refs are making this season just horrible. Yeah, it's like the NFL. Oh, the NFL refs ain't no better? Yeah, NFL. Nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna say this. The Giants versus the Commanders. I gotta say, my cousin went stupid. I ain't gonna lie. That boy went dumb. <laughs> Kayvon, Kayvon, if you listening, boy, you went crazy. But anyway, that, pass, that was a pass interference. I'm sorry. That was a pass interference. I, I'm gonna say it. It was a pass interference. That was a pass interference in the end zone. It was. But, again, Kayvon, you went crazy. I ain't going to lie. Man, I'm watching the entire game like, mm. <laughs> mm. I watched that game, 
And I can, it's like watching the games now very much so enjoy. They're enjoyable to a degree. Yeah. For me. Because now I'm watching my team have a quarterback that we can throw the, we can actually say we got a QB and he ain't got no weapons. That's that's like giving a dude a gun and say we ain't got you no bullets. But if you can make it up the block, you might get one. Yeah. That's how this look. You gotta win, and then not even just him. It's not just him. If you've actually been looking at the season, any of the quarterbacks that have exceptional talent outside of the Buffalo Bills and outside of the Chiefs, truthfully speaking, they look bad because they have no weapons. I've never seen this many teams really show they have no weapons. <laughs> Ravens. <clears throat> like Lamar. Mm. Mm. They about to have to pay that man. Mm. That man got to get paid so much at this point. It's not even funny. He got you ain't you you missed the opportunity that you should have paid him when he Fire had the Greg MVP. Roman, pay Lamar. Fire Greg, pay Lamar. If yeah. we don't fire Greg Roman by the end of this season, and Lamar leaves, yeah, I'm gonna be knocking on somebody else's team doorstep. Yeah, because I'm be like, what more do y'all want? Also, too, the Broncos look like hell. Oh yeah, and Russell Wilson is catching it because they don't want to. They don't want to have the. They don't want to structure the offense around them. They won't. And this is the only. This I want to get off this type of rant, but. We always see this. We will always see this. We will always notice this. And I don't want to say it come down the race, but anybody that's a football fan knows this. Black quarterbacks. Black quarterbacks yep. get told to be pocket passes, but yep. it takes an amount of skill, and it also takes the amount of trust that you're going to become a pocket passer. Let's be real. A lot of the teams that these black quarterbacks go to have bullshit O-lines. The O-line is horrible, and you want them to stand in the pocket and sling. No. Knowing they can run. Knowing that if I stand in this pocket, I got a three count that goes off in my head. What you are taught as a QB is you got three seconds. You don't find nobody. You got to make a play. When you got people that got 4-4 speed or 4-3 speed, Ain't no way they sitting in the pocket to let somebody bear down on them. When you got speed like Pat Mahomes, when you got speed like Justin Fields, when you got Lamar Jackson, I go as far back as Michael Vick, Randall Cunningham, any of that type of speed. Cam Newton. Cam, and you see what happened. They do not call, they don't call roughing the passer calls when they get blasted. A lot of our quarterbacks get blasted. I'm going to even go as far as saying even this year, Josh Allen don't even get them type of calls because he's a he's a runner. And the, that's not – I'm sorry. That's an exceptional-ass white boy right there. That boy exceptional. Yeah, he, like, he it's, it's, a, it's rare. He's tough. But, <laughs> he's tough. Yeah, he's that's tough. rare. But even though our runners, because of the fact that – who was this? I seen it on TV, and they was right. The pocket is non-existent now. These pass rushers are faster than what they used to be. Most of the pass rushers don't even weigh like they used to. A lot of them are 240, 250 and have the same speed 
damn near as the quarterback. Now, granted, a linebacker coming downhill with a 4-5-4-6, to some people, you be like, that's slow. But to somebody that actually plays sports, that's not slow coming downfield. This, that means this motherfucker is damn near running 15 miles an hour. You get hit. It looks slow when you in the car going 15 miles an hour. That shit ain't slow when you running. <laughs> 15 miles an hour get you hit. You run with a car 15 miles an hour, you're fast. Yeah. And like these people, the, the refs need, they got to do something about these refs because the passing interference, the roughing the passers, the non-calls on some passers, it is starting to hurt the game because a lot of these quarterbacks are getting damaged. And that was the main reason why a lot of the defensive calls had got implemented so that we can actually see our quarterbacks have better offenses. But on the back end side of that, too, it's not just the refs. These teams draft people they don't need. Mm -hmm. Why am I going to draft this person and pray that you want to talk to me on the phone and get them? When we all know sometimes everybody's not going to do that. I'm not going to call Dallas. I'm not. If you the Ravens and, and the Steelers take your person, you just going to chalk that up as hell. I ain't calling you. We're not doing that type of treaty. Some of these people actually believe in, look, this is a rivalry. You just got lucky. You took one of my bullets. I'm going to find a way to get you. That's all it is. But these refs and all these in both the NBA and the NFL, something got to get done. Yeah. While we talking sports to me. Yeah, the refs this season, you got to Yeah. We talking sports to me. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the only thing that we had this year was NBA and NFL. If you're a wrestling fan, of course, you know, wrestling don't stop. Yeah. UFC and boxing have been very quiet. Yeah. The only thing I can really say is a lot of the stuff, um, what's his name? Uh, Usman got knocked out. Yeah. Usman got knocked out. Uh, Usman getting knocked out was rare, but not just that. And then that. it's the fact that he got knocked out after he was winning the fight. Like, yeah, it was not at the just closing Usman. minutes of the fight. Let's not just talk about Usman getting knocked out. We got to go to Adonijah. Is he? Yes. Ah, uh, he got knocked out too. And, and the make that. that this is the third time he lost to Alex Pereira, I think. Yes. Now, the reason why I brought that one up, Usman getting knocked out. That don't happen that often. Yeah. But and he's still gonna come back and get his championship. Back. Yeah, because we know like that. That was it I was mean, luck. Come on now, it like you lucky. fighting, and then if you put your hand down one time, get rocked and get knocked out. Okay, that's that happened, but. Now he knows that he lost. And now he he's, he won't come back against championship. Yeah. I didn't know that. But the Izzy fight, the Izzy loss to me, that was hurtful. Yeah, that was embarrassment. Not just that. You got to think like this. Izzy tried to jump up to go get a title of um, Yon. He lost. Mm-hmm. Went back down. He won his last two fights. It was like two. He went against a competitor that was almost like his Achilles heel. A, co- a competitor that knows I can beat you. And when you in fights, I don't care if you in a street fight 
or you in a sanction fight. The last thing you want is to fight somebody that knows I can beat you. All I got to do is hang in there. I can beat you. And not even just that. Izzy was starting to become the face of the UFC. It didn't matter who had the world, the heavyweight title. It didn't matter. It didn't matter who had the welterweight title. Yeah. Because truthfully speaking, heavyweight, light heavyweight, and welterweight are the predominant like classes when it came down to UFC. That is where all their big stars came from. And right now, the dude he wanted to try to get into a fight, which is John Jones, he don't have to fight you no more. You are afterthought to this dude. Yeah, now I think he's about fighting a gunner. Right. But not just that. You can't chase him. Because the the one fight he lost off of DQ, nobody can say they beat him. Whether he was on crack, <laughs> whether he was on steroids, whether he was clean, nobody can say they he beat, beat John him. Jones. <laughs> nah, for real, boy. <laughs> cracked out John Jones. Daniel, Cor- Daniel Cormier found out about that cracked out to John Jones. Good. good. Great. He must have... Just- must have snorted before the fight. I said, oh my got God. Got on him. He got on him when he was on that, when he was on them steroids. Man got folded three times. Right. One man folded you. He folded you on crack, steroids, and clean. He was clean and folded you. I don't want to speak that because I did. I like DC. DC to me was cool. But if we talking UFC also, uh. Rumble Johnson passed. Ah, oh, yeah, man. R.I.P. Rumble. That that was very young because of the simple fact he was thirty eight. You never seen something like that coming, and that's wild as hell. And like, the craziest part of like getting older is like your your heroes pass, but not just that. You start to notice that in our sports, in a lot of our sports, you see why some sports make it there. Regardless of what anybody want to say, I've seen a clip. Yeah. And I seen the clip from Johnson. I don't want to keep going too far off. And it was like they was talking about how NBA, NFL is like the N- N- is like the WWE, and the fact that you got to make you got to make your stars. And UFC suffers from that right now. They have no stars to really make a draw. Their biggest star is John Jones, but you don't want to make him the face because the boy can't stay clean. And now it got an asterisk on it because. You don't know if he clean. You don't know if he dirty. You do know he's a bad boy. You do know you don't want to run up on John because John can beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. And that's the bad, that's the worst part of it. It's like we looking out at our sports and we like, ugh, I want to watch this, but damn, ain't no big names. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, kind of like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like, you watch punch and like, like most people with the UFC, honestly, everybody knows who ran the UFC from like the years before. Like I say, 2016, Conor McGregor. But now Conor got knocked out. He ain't there no more. So now everybody like. But the the point of that was okay. Even everybody if you wanna, ran a Conor McGregor right. uh, thing. Even if you want to use that, during those years, right? You had Conor. You had um. Rumble, DC, you had uh, John Jones, 
you had names, and even and you was waiting for them to fight. Oh, no. Right. But you had names that you was waiting to fight. Even if it was GSP and they were still fighting. Mm. You had your that's names. A, I'm sorry. GSP? That's a bad dude right yeah. there. Yeah. But you had your names. Even down to Anderson Silva. Oh, my God. You knew Legend. you had names of people that you were waiting to fight. And now you're looking at the UFC like, eh. Because UFC, to me, is the only time you're going to see big-name people actually don't have to go through so many people to fight each other. It's whether or not you can stay clean, make sure to make weight, and come to the day that you need to get there. Whether And make sure you're not injured yeah. coming into those fights. Yeah. If you can do that, you're going to fight that person. Mm-hmm. Because Dana White is going to make the fight. Boxing? I ain't going to lie. I, I don't even know that many boxers. The main fight this year was supposed to be Crawford and Earl Spence. And now they're talking about the fact that they didn't make that fight was over money. And to me, that's a letdown for the fans because as a boxing fan, we all, if you're a barbershop person like me, you being there talking about certain people that you can't wait to see them fight because of the simple fact Styles make fights, and these type of fights is what you wait for. Because if you're an old school boxing fan, you've seen Sugar Ray Leonard fight Tommy Hearns. You've you've seen Muhammad Ali fight Frazier and Foreman and all these people. You've seen Mike Tyson fight Lennox Lewis and and Holyfield. Whether they won or not wasn't the point. It was the point of actually seeing these names on the card and saying, I get to see it. We don't see that no more. Yeah. No. I say the only fight I'm really anticipated about is Tank and Garcia. That's next year. And that's the one. That's what I'm saying. But I do like one thing. They made the fight. They signed. And the best part about it was you had two people that said the same thing. I don't care about the money split. Get me in the ring and I want to prove I'm better than you. That's what you need now. Everybody's saying on one side with Tank, me obviously, I'm taking Tank because that dude different. But Tank, they saying the only thing I can really mess up Tank is Ryan's speed. And so like that's what I was gonna down, say. Boom. Yeah. Ryan, we've seen, I've been watching speed versus power. Right. right. And I've been watching Tank fight, and a lot of times he gets hit by the people that you be like, keep your hands up. And because he know how good his chin is, he, he'll do that. Garcia, on the other hand, he got some power. He ain't just hasn't fought the people that you need him to, mm-hmm. but the boy's speed is exceptional for his, like, he put your lights out, and a lot of it is off speed and hand-eye coordination. He will light you up. That fight, that's a good one for next year. So I'm happy to see that. Yeah. We've talked about some, a lot of, we talked about a little bit of everything, and I get it, y'all. Y'all know we jumping around, but y'all can't say it ain't entertaining. Yeah. Now, y'all know us. Me and Ty, we some fucking wrestling fans. This year in wrestling, what has really caught you? The fact Roman Reigns is still a champion. <laughs> Pretty much the fact that Roman Reigns is still a champion. He's been champion for about what? He hasn't been pinned 
in three years now. Yeah, that to me, I feel like that is a nice thing. But I feel like right I feel now like he started the year as champion. Now he's about to end it. It's champion. This is a bad thing to me. As much as because honestly, my favorite know, wrestler right now is Roman Reigns. You it's know, to me right now, you you if you heard my ringtone, you already know who I'm riding with. Yeah. You know I'm riding with Roman, but it puts you in a bad spot because it's like, bro, we prison. don't have no we don't have nobody else that we feel like is on his level. So whoever you feel like you can put him in a ring with has to be dog. Right. And then the, that's the other part of it too. You scared to put as a fan, I don't want to see certain people in the ring with him because I don't want to see him get fed. And here's a crazy thing, right? It's like either you get dogged. Or he gets out of it somehow, like putting him against somebody like a Brock Lesnar, Usos come. But or I put him I, against he, like Drew McIntyre. Cool you don't want to make Drew look bad, so you bring Solo up, and then technically, you know, that's now how. to me. That was the one time you could pull the trigger, and nobody would have got mad. Yeah, if Drew beat Roman, if Drew would have beat him at um, Clash at the Castle, the 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 way. That it got built, and I don't want to move away from that, but moving within that realm of what, well, where we are at too. Mm-hmm. The fact that these last few pay-per-views have been bangers. Yes, we had some missteps by this dude since he's taken over creative, but for the most part, a lot of the things that he's put out have been bangers. Yeah. He's turned raw from a talking show to a wrestling show. That is hard. <laughs> Three hours. I'm just talking. And he's made you care about Raw enough to want to go to the show. Yeah, we went. Yeah, yeah. Me and Daryl went to the uh, Norfolk show. Yeah. Time. And even when I went to the Norfolk show, it was good. Yeah. I'm like. I was a little confused in the beginning of the main event. I didn't know who them people were. Right. I'm but like. But that girl, the first one who did that move when she flipped over and needed. I said, oh, my God. Hey. So, hold on, bro. Who is that? Because <laughs> that? that is crazy. But I'm just looking. Flip her on. That's old. All right. But that's the thing. It's wild that you getting to see these type of things now because Vince is not in power. Yeah. And with him not being there, the women wrestling look 10 times better. Triple H just pulled the trigger on making people that needs to be baby faces, baby faces, and people that need to be heels, be heels. He's bringing in people that you knew should have never left. Because even like, let's be honest, as this episode last night, Bronson Reed came back. Bronson Reed was, was telling everyone, I will not go back to WWE at first because of the simple fact of how he got treated by Vince. A lot of the superstars that left, left because of Vince. Yeah. The fact that also, too, you get to say other words and superstars. They get to call themselves wrestlers. They get to call themselves everything. And then not even that, the mic work is 10 times better. You can tell that they give them some things to talk about. But they just do their own thing. He, he put them back in Attitude Era style um, promos like, I can say of Sink or Swim. His old, his old, like I said, I've been a Roman Reigns fan for a minute now, since he came in with the shit. Roman Reigns, in 2015, 2016, doing promos, mm. I was like, it, it, it's You like, need a talker. Believe it, or believe that. Like, no. But now, 
Yeah, yeah. My when, man. when when he when he went up against uh, John Cena again for the first time, that was a murder. I I couldn't I, I couldn't stand to watch that. He said, "Oh my goodness!" He said, "Right now on you." That's oh come on, John. But when he went and was like, we said, uh, it was like uh, like you know, he was like John Cena. The same thing he do is kind of like missionary position. And then he said, "It won't good enough for Nikki Bella." I said, "Oh." He that was scripted. Right. That was scripted. He was able to. And John go, even looked like, what well, that's one. Even though, I like, yeah, against certain talkers, yeah, we already know. Okay, we know against certain people, Roman, you you can put your little laces in because mm. it's you. You know, you got your exceptional people that we know are them. Uh, but now when The Rock come back, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm be like, ah, he might got you on that one. Don't we gonna need you to just just jump that fool? Yeah, we, yeah, right after he talked, just super yeah, because you can't say nothing after that. He gonna come for your neck, bro. But this year, I would say the beginning of the year so far, I, I you can tell that this year in wrestling is like night and day. I don't care what nobody says. When you look at it from day one up to summer to right before SummerSlam. You can tell Vince's hands prints in it because certain points was born. Certain points of it was like, uh, you don't need to do that. You don't need to drag this out. Why are you pushing this person? Like the whole theory being a, no, a selfie person. So but annoying. the but but the backhand end of it, even though everybody thought Triple H was burying him, look he at how he looked up now. now. He was building him up. He turned him into somebody that you believe is credible. And can actually, he needed. I know he got it. He got to do it with Dominic, cause I he still ain't. He still ain't got me. I still think he's just no. Yeah, they got Ray off, so he's not under Ray coattails anymore. Like I said, you know, months back, you know, when I was like, oh, he just got to get under Ray coattails. He's not. No, he's just corny. Like even at uh, mm-hmm. the Raw show, like he was corny. Like he yeah. just come in, oh, you know, fight me. Oh wait, don't fight me. Oh, I'm scared. Yeah, he's like we, a little kid. Yeah, he's like we gotta get him away. Gotta get him an actual like you know. I know you got Edge and uh, Beth and them going for right now, but y'all gotta build Dominic up. It's gone. It's gone. Don't believe back. him. Now my thing going forward also too is the fact that if you're hearing down the pipelines, one. Triple H is trying to block Vince from being able to come back because Vince wants to be able to come back, but that's a stain on the company that you don't need. And not just that, you needed him gone so certain other people can be able to know they got the breathing room to do what they do. Um, The other part of it, a while back this, this year when we first started this, we talked about the Forbidden Door situation with WWE. Mm-hmm. Now they are definitely going into entertaining it more. Triple H has been on the back end of trying to do certain things like letting Carl like letting um Carl Anderson go over there and still work in New Japan. Letting certain people like Shinsuke do New Japan shows. He's building a relationship on the back end that some people don't know about because he wants to be able to bring in people. He still got he, his pull is more than just that because he wants to touch Impact and all of other places without having to pillage them. And he wants certain talent to come to WWE because, let's be honest, Roman need new challengers. They may not let him lose, depending on who it is, but he needs new challengers. He needs more credible challengers 
we also need to see more talent that you haven't never seen in the WWE before they get too old. Because, let's be real, a wrestler hits their peak at 30. That's when you know they done worked out their kinks. They done hit all they... They know their moveset. They know what works for them. Yeah. Between 30 and 45, them 15 years... Is where you need to be wherever you're going to be at. Make the most money you're going to make. Hit the most fans you're going to hit. Like because, Randy Orton or John Cena. Right. So that you can be like Stone Cold, Rock, and Undertaker. Let's use them three people. I can't use Ric Flair because Ric Flair is, is truthfully speaking one of the most culturally known people. He crosses every culture that we know Ric Flair. I mean, the man got a song. Yeah, you do. So, I don't want to use that one. But Rock, Austin, and Taker are so well known that if you see these people, you already know like, oh, these are still big deals to us. You still, these are the people that actually make you get shell-shocked. Like, oh, wow, I'm meeting this person. And in the WWE right now, you need people that are still young enough to pull that type of weight, but old enough that you can be like, all right, I can lean on Yeah. And I like the fact that with no Vince, you getting that. We've we've been at, we haven't seen a whole calendar year of Triple H really working Triple H style stuff because a lot of this stuff is still Vince in a way. But I do like the fact that we got to see matches get done that wouldn't have got done under Vince. And, and pay-per-views that's going away. That shouldn't even been pay-per-views. Thank you. You just brought up the other piece. <laughs> like, pay-per-views is going Triple away. Triple H taking off damn hell in the sale that we all know. That was the one pay-per-view if you could tell anybody that shit need to go. Uh, yeah. But. I knew I knew when it needed to go when they did Seth versus The Fiend. And that ended in a disqualification. I was like. You would just, and Triple H even said it, I want to get rid of this because now it's booking matches just to book matches because of what's the name of the pay-per-view. But, you but want, if you could actually have a real beef with someone and then be like, yo, at WrestleMania, we want, like like they did with uh, Triple H and Taker. Like, mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, like, end of the era, like, it's, you know, like they built at the end of the era. Gonna have a hell in a cell match to see who really gonna, you know. Yeah. But like for the match to know that, oh, this is hell in a cell for this one. Yeah, it just don't make it that. And it gonna make it exciting. It was like, oh, okay, y'all fighting hell in a cell. All right. I'm looking forward to maybe when if if he can be able to pull the trigger, he's bringing back the king of the ring. Yeah. Now, if he do the king of the ring, not just... You got to make it credible this time. Right. You can't just make it with some corny and you know, do it like a Barry Corbin. Yeah. Or a Jay The way, Lewis. you know, you do it... the way Roman's... St- yeah, if you do it that the tournament happens in one night like it used to happen, which is the way that the pay-per-view was before it evolved, when they first started doing it was, you may have the preliminary matches on Raw. Just when it was only Raw before SmackDown. Mm. Even though I know at this point... People can't remember WWE without SmackDown ever being there. But you used to do your preliminaries on Raw, but the pay-per-view itself, yeah, you had the WWE title in there. You had the other titles. The pay-per-view itself was nothing but the King of the Ring, and he wanted to do the King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring on the same night. So now you got the straight tournament style. 
because of the simple fact you see what happens if you are a New Japan person and they do the G1. The G1 supercar is a damn 10-day fucking tournament. Your top stars, whether they got the world title or whatever, is in this tournament. They fight all the way through to crown who's going to uh, at the end. If the champion is the one that wins, nobody is able to challenge him. But if someone else outside of the champion wins this supercar, they get an automatic title shot against you. Whatever title it is, it's not limited to just the main title. You can challenge whatever belt. If they do that, that's credible. Also, too, it brings back the whole tournament style that we're not used to seeing in WWE no more. This year has brought a lot of crazy stuff. And as far as also, too, while we're talking WWE, one of the craziest and worst injuries I've seen in WWE put Big E out. When he got suplexed and he landed on his neck and he broke his neck. Mm-hmm. Even though now he's able to walk and move without his, you know, a neck brace and everything, and that's great. It's just the fact of, is he going to be able to come back? That's the wildest part. Because to me, Big E was almost like, he was so reliable. That was almost his name. Because you never seen, whether he was on SmackDown, Raw, whatever. It didn't matter what you put that man through. He still was there. Yeah. It is wild to see that. Um, but I do want to say, this year, whether you was on one side of the, uh, whether you was on watching the entertainment side, any parts of the sports, it has been an entertaining ass year. Some wild, some heartbreaking. Yep. Some great. It's nice to be able to say that we ended this year on a good high note as far as certain things, but it's a lot more work to get done, mm-hmm. especially for us. And also, too, I want to say we definitely appreciate everybody that's listened since we started this. We know yeah, we man. haven't been fully there the whole time, but when y'all have noticed that we have been there. We appreciate that. We need y'all to go on here, keep spreading that for us, get us more listeners. We are definitely going to, in this next year coming up, moving to doing um, the live shows so that y'all can actually be able to see us. And also, too, we're going to be moving towards doing an actual um, live cat, a live feed for one of our episodes. Believe us, we got stuff coming. And it's going to be very much so bigger come next year. Yeah, man. Come next year, y'all just got to be tapped in. Like, you know, like Daryl said, just, you know, spread the word, man. Like, if you at work, in your car, you listening to it right now, just, you know, tell a co-worker, tell somebody, be like, yo, tap into the underrated radio. They talk about everything, anything, and everything. We'll see y'all in 2023, man. Like I said, you know, it's me. It was Daryl. You know, hey man, we'll see y'all next year. All right.